Welcome to In The Zone, guys. I'm your host, Garrison Roy. Thanks for tuning in. Here we are talking about some command training and how to help best facilitate that. Uh, but before we get into that, obviously, this is going to be a little bit more of a educational but also rant because um, I think there are some good bits and pieces here, not just me rambling. Uh, but we do have other episodes like full-length interviews, mental minutes, uh, but this is a deep dive uh, slash rant, I think, because it's going to be a little bit shorter than the full educational deep dive. So if you have any other questions on this or anything else in particular, feel free to email those questions in or any other topics or future guests at in the zone podcast 123 at gmail.com. And please share the show if you learned something or helped you think a little bit differently or even if you disagree, you know, hey, I'm all for the haters. Feel free to bring it on. Let's have a discussion. So uh, from here, this is where we're going to be at uh, with command training, right? So uh, a lot of different perspectives here on how command training can be implemented. Um, A really popular, more novel way of doing it here recently is, you know, the uh, different types of balls that you could throw. You have like a six ounce, five ounce, and four ounce you could have an oversized ball, more like a softball or even an undersized ball that's a little bit closer to, you know, a golf ball or a lacrosse ball that's smaller than the traditional diameter of a baseball. I think there's great implementation for that. I don't think it's completely eyewash, but let me kind of backtrack here. If if you're too focused on just the implement of throwing it, you have the wrong idea, right? So this is all kind of under the concept of differential learning where you're giving them different things or different problems to solve, quote unquote, right? To be able to make an adjustment and learn how to, you know, change your sights or learn how to, you know, get that on the fly adjustment like you would want to do in the game. But obviously you're using a different implement and you're, you're helping the athlete figure things out on their own. Right. But if you're, if you're so focused on like, Oh, Hey, let's throw these things but you're also having them throw it on flat ground to a partner when they're squatted down, you're missing the point. Right. So if, for example, you, that, that is your setup of how to help them with that. You're missing a big part of the picture where I talk about zooming out a lot is they're on flat ground dog, put them on a mound. And put a hitter in where they can actually learn how to problem solve through that, right? Uh, that's that's where I would be making a slight adjustment there, and maybe you'll you'll be able to see those pitchers make uh, faster adjustments because they're more attuned to being on the mound versus trying to do this on flat ground, and then you're expecting them to do it in a game with a different environment with a bunch of emotions, you know, adrenaline pumping, game on the line, you know, a lot of those other things affect how they're going to move and that's going to affect their command and how they execute pitches. 
Now, obviously, we all know uh, a, a good pitcher versus a great pitcher is all boils down to execution and executing when it matters, right? If you can't execute, then you're probably not going to be getting very many opportunities, right? Now, I will also go on a tangent here a little bit. It's like, okay, hey, does this kid have command issues, quote unquote, based off of emotions or how he's responding or reacting? All right, if he's having self-doubt or like you can see his body language changing, like address that first before you even throw in some freaking variability training, right? Like that's that's a way where you need to be like, all right, man, this kid needs to have a lot better control over their emotions. Not just suppressing the emotions, right? Because I know a lot of people talk about, oh, hey, you shouldn't show any emotion whenever you're playing. And I think that's suppressing the emotion versus learning how to deal with the emotion and like still feel it, but also know when to not like ride that roller coaster of that emotion. An emotion really is just commentary in the background just from what you're experiencing at the time. It's it shouldn't be a command for you to behave a certain way based off of like where you're throwing the pitch or whatever, right? So like for example, let's say a guy throws a ball, he sails, he throws it at the backstop. And then obviously there's a lot of emotions like frustration and like, you know, embarrassment, things like that will bubble up. But that shouldn't be a commanding experience that causes you to spiral out and then you just have that, you know, embarrassment and frustration for the rest of the at bat through the rest of the inning, then you get yanked. Right. So hopefully this is resonating with you guys, but you gotta you gotta learn how to move from that, you know, being able to go from analyzing to executing. Be like, oh hey, cool. I missed arm side high. Sick. Now what? Oh, I need to make a quick adjustment. How am I gonna do that? I can change the sites. I'm obviously going to probably be doing this in game needs to be a little bit more external focus versus thinking about, Oh, my hip needs to be here. My arm needs to be flipped up at time. I need to do this. I need to make sure that I'm releasing blah, 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 blah. Yip salad right there. You got to be careful with that. Right. So that's, that's kind of my slight educational slash, um, rant on some command training there right so you you want to be able to have them the the athletes learn how to problem solve or if you're an athlete listening to this you got yourself have to learn how to solve those problems in games if you have a, a hitter in right like go back to your stats of the previous season or even in the fall be like all right what type of hitter did i struggle with the most was it a righty who you know, just kind of more of a contact guy or was it a lefty who's just straight donkey and waits for me to throw a certain pitch and you get yourself in trouble. And that's when you go deep into counts, like really dissect that a little bit and give yourself problems to solve during the end of your bullpens. Right. So like you're warming up, you're doing all of your pitches and everything, and then try to replicate those same type of situations in in that setting while you're on the mound, right? While your intentions are already high, while you're already paying attention to that, like don't try to do that on flat ground or even if you're working on command of off speed, don't worry about throwing your off speed too much 
Like you can get a feel for it while you're warming up, but don't worry about trying to get it right on flat ground. Because it's just not going to help you out once you get on the mound. It's a totally different problem to solve because you have a totally different environment and your body's going to move a totally different way. Right? So hopefully this helps you guys. If you got anything out of it, the major brain spark, as you know, share the show. Or if you know someone who might need this, share it with them too. Cool. Love you guys. And stay in the zone.